Don, go ahead and introduce us for the 20th. 420. 420. 420. <laughs> only, yeah. only in Michigan. <laughs> we'll, we'll hey. get, we'll, don't even get me started. Go ahead and introduce <laughs> Oh, come on. Get him started. Not yet. I'll save it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> welcome to Trucking After Hours. Uh, it's the week of April 20th. 2000 plus 20. And common sense prevails again. Trying some new music. We're going to be bouncing all over. We had a uh, short executive meeting before the show with the, uh, uh, the chief cook and bottle washer and others involved and decided, let's give the music a try. It's a different subscription to the same service. Sadly, some of the songs that we had on the trucking podcast, those artists aren't involved with this service anymore, so I can't use it for this feed. It's still licensed for that feed, but we'll go find some new and improved and fun stuff. But uh, one of my favorite artists has since left that uh, epidemic sound group and uh, so i can't get that stuff for the new feed but it is what it is and we will have some fun but we can play some fun stuff like son of a biscuit eater <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway yes buck ballard here don the beer guy here and trying to really screw things up is the <laughs> curator this new system i don't get this well well, it says it's not. See, our comment moderation is not set. Oh, okay. Well, um, we're trying to figure it out. I'm happy with that. I'm done with the Jalopnik. I'm. Some of the stuff going on is driving, I think, all of us nuts. But we do have some uh, some good news, a hero story, um, <laughs> some really interesting. Cars out of our home area of Portland, Oregon. Kind of interesting read. It, it is an interesting read. A great, well, not a great this week in beer. It could be a very sad this week in beer, especially since I am drinking a double carbonated, <laughs> um, non-alcoholic beverage tonight. <laughs> that's sad on its own. So. Yeah, this is true. And and a short and sweet, really bad ad that's just funnier now. <laughs> I want to start off with. I'm sorry. I am just pissed. Watch this whole mess in Michigan go on and then watch our goofball. There is no media. It's dead. It is gone. But I watched the goofball media just report a bunch of crap that is just absolutely not true. Horse manure. That's about it. Yeah. In the middle of, of and I'm not going to stick on this too long, but I'm going to go there. Uh, in the middle of April, they're calling, and our governor did the same thing. We're going to do lockdown till the end of May. How the hell do you know what's going on six weeks from now? How the hell do you know what's going on two weeks from now? No, nothing. And, and then you get this idiot governor from Michigan. She goes so far as, I, I think she walked through a home improvement store and picked out, oh, let's see, this is essential, this isn't. No, you can't buy plants. No, you can't buy paint. You can't buy a paintbrush. Um <laughs> You can buy pot, but you can't do a home improvement job. You can uh, buy pot in their home improvement stores? That is the sound damn, like... <laughs> damn near. You can go to the pot stores and buy all the pot you want, but you can't buy seeds to plant a garden. I, I mean, what the hell? You, you can take your rowboat in the water, but you can't fire up a motor. You got to use a canoe or a kayak. Well, the motor spreads the spreads the disease. Yeah, I guess people are burning corona in their, in their fuel. But uh, <laughs> and, and it's just, what the hell? 
Detroit did what a lot of other states are doing, and they're staging protests. And these protests are in cars. Yeah. And you have these. They're socially distanced. Yes. And you, yeah, you're in your car. They're just, they're basically locking up downtown Detroit with traffic jam. Good for them. I mean, a little common sense would go a long way. And a little common sense is we're going to lock down for two months, see how hard we can just crush the economy. You know, and then I go on top of that and I'm on Facebook watching some of the stupid, stupid, stupid stuff people say. And you know what? I, I mean, I'm sorry. This week I blocked two members of the podcast. I don't want to read it anymore. I don't care about your opinions. I care about my opinion, and it's my Facebook page. And it's my Facebook profile page. And I get to choose who is on it and who is not. And I'm sorry. I just, I'm tired of it. Facebook is when I I want your opinion, I will give it to you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and it's hard because these are people I consider friends that I know. But I mean, you know, if you hate Trump, don't blame everything on him. And I'm just tired of reading about it. So yeah. I'm, I'm done. Especially I, if I mean, you're not a citizen of the United States. Yeah, especially if you're from another country. I really don't yeah. care what you think about our yeah. president. I'm sorry. And I just, I blocked it and I'm done. Um, anyway, can we got, move on to something nicer? Can, well, Cannon's in Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, Cannon. Love you, brother. Know, is that a good place? Is, is Palm, Palm Beach? Beach? Well, well, I don't know. It probably doesn't get 25 degrees there in the middle of <laughs> April and snow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Now, as we before we get completely off of this, this goes somewhere, and who we do a lot of Jalopnik stories on this show, do we not? Yeah. I'm done. It's it's been one of our uh, one of our favorite, just kind of fun article resources. You're gonna have to talk me out of it because I want to just dump them. I am Uh, no and. After reading this article, I'm I I was honestly scratching my head the entire time, going, "What the hell does this have to do with cars? It has or no- trucks. It has nothing to do with- other than they were in their cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're again. This is a rant about uh, cowards block traffic in Michigan to protest coronavirus lockdown orders. This is the United States of America. We don't get lockdown orders." We get recommendations. No. We get suggestions. That's all anything has been. And cow- recommendations. Yeah. And, and cowards. I, I mean, we were built on the right of free speech and the right of protest. Those are two yes. rights that we have as Americans. Yep. And, right to assemble. And, and you know what? Some of these mayors, ours included, the day after all of this crap went down, and they've had some in, in Wisconsin, he's backing down. But you don't arbitrarily, we're going to go six more weeks of this. We don't care what the experts say. In spite of everything we know about what's going on, where the peaks are, we don't know what the summer heat's going to do to things. Why is it so pandemic in New York and not in L.A.? There's right. some logical distance reasons, the subways and other things, but there's also a warmer climate. What's that warmer climate going to do? We don't know. They can't arbitrarily say it's going to do nothing. Uh, they suspect it is going to kill a lot of what's going on. And, yes, we still are not out of danger, but we can't no. afford to sit at home and then rebuild the AOC country of her dreams. Yeah. While Pelosi eats, you know, $10 a pint ice cream out of her Sub-Zero freezers. Yeah. But Jalopnik, I put up with enough of their crap, their granola eating. I don't think they're real car people. They're people who want to blog and write and work their way up maybe to some of the other sites because that uh, that organization owns a lot more than Jalopnik. 
um, life, yeah. life hack and a few others. And maybe they're starting out there, but some of them are car people. So I'm sorry. If you're praising the Honda fit, you're not a car guy. No, <laughs> no, but I, it just, and, and how dare you call American citizens who are frankly being extremely responsible of, you know, this, we will not stand for this. We want people to know, we want our politicians to know, you know, this upsets us. You need to readdress it. They're not all congregating somewhere. No, they are being responsible. And hey, let's plan a mass protest in our vehicles. Yeah, you know, they're they're being responsible and they are practicing one of their founding fathers' given rights. Exactly. Oh, you got censored by Skype. It just cut off after you said rights. Oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm on a list. Yeah, now no, you know. No, no, this guy's talking about amendments. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the one governor they asked? Well, you know, how do you explain the Tenth Amendment? Well, that's above my pay grade. You're the governor of a country in the United <laughs> States of America. Governor of a country? <laughs> or, well, you're the governor of a state in the United States of America. So, yeah, it is not above your pay grade to know the Tenth Amendment. <laughs> and I would guess this guy has a college degree. Here's one other thing I'll look at this is, is when I'll go into these profiles and it's, I'm telling you people, you want to find something out. There's several search engines. Google doesn't own it. Google, Yahoo, Bing, they're all pretty left wing. And I'm not looking for right wing. I'm looking for what the hell is going on. Neutral. Yeah, I'm looking for news. I'm looking for headlines without sensational clickbait titles in them. Go to DuckDuckGo, go to Dogpile, two good search engines, and search the same political topic and see the difference in the results. And tell me Google's not filtering to slam everything to the left. Yeah. It, it just it drives you nuts. You'll have CBS again this week. They're talking about a uh, nurse that walked off her job from the stress of the whole situation. She can't deal it with it. It's not safe. And she walked off her job. It was her first day back in over a year. They called yeah. her back. She came back work today and decided, nope, I'm not walking back into this. I remember no. why I left. They didn't cover that part of the story. They just covered the nurse walked off her job. It's so stressful. Yeah. And they're, oh, in the background is a hospital in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's just it's just crap. You've been hearing us talk about Trucker's Edge for a good four years now. They've been great friends of the show, and we are proud of our affiliation with Trucker's Edge. Again, Trucker's Edge powered by DAT, only the best load board in the industry. More loads, more brokers. You can get days to pay. You can get credit scores. You can get 15-day lane averages. You can even get tri-haul services. You can cancel it at any time. But here is the coolest part. Go to truckingafterhours.com slash edge, or just go to Trucking After Hours and look for the ad in the sidebar. You can sign up there for any one of their three plans absolutely free for 30 days. So run that out for uh, 28 days. See what you think. If you don't like it, cancel it. We think you'll like it. We think you'll stay. And again, truckingafterhours.com slash edge, or just go to the website and check it out, guys. We know you will be happy. While we're on the COVID story, because I brought this up before, there's a story in Freightliners, Freightliner, in uh, Freight, Freight Waves. Waves. That's actually an interesting read, as long as we're picking on uh, Canada. Don't leave home without a COVID-19 plan, sick trucker urges. She had the plan I think everybody has if they start getting sick, get my ass home. Yeah. Where was the she company was? will take care of me. 
I can see what she wanted to do. She wanted to get on, and I don't think she made it home. She just made it across the border and checked into a hospital uh, in Canada, which was a smart thing to do if you could get that far. And it sounded like she did her best to stay masked and distanced and not infect anybody. But she still, after feeling ill, went and found her backhaul and probably fueled a time or two on her way, um, did what she had to do. Trying to read through here and figure out. So she had, uh, she was in South Carolina uh, preparing to do her final LTL delivery in South Carolina, 14 hours away from home. She blew a tire near Washington, Pennsylvania. And at that point, she was up to 102 fever. And then the, the next thing it talks about is, you know, she required oxygen by, by the time she arrived at the hospital in Toronto uh, on April 10th after yeah. dropping off her, crossing the border and dropping off her tractor trailer. So it, it sounds like she, she did what she had to do to get the thing home, which that's probably most people's thought process now. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna truck her home. It's, it's what I do. I'm gonna get it home, and I'll get sick there. Yeah, I, I I can't blame anybody for trying that. And you put yourself in. Uh, well, I look at the company I work for. The president of our company is having a, a town hall style Facebook meeting every every Tuesday, and he's answering yep. you. You submit a question, and he'll take a on hard question, easy question, unrelated question, and trying to do his best to get through this as a company. Yeah, uh, he's already addressed. You know, there, there's we shouldn't have any layoffs. Uh, there's some signs that show trucking will be just fine. We're going to have a few shitty weeks, but we're going to be okay. We talked about tender rejection rates way back when, and that is when uh, contracts are not honored because we decided the rates are too low or the rates are too high, and the big companies are honoring their contracts as best they can rather than try and jump on these low rates because they know it's temporary and then they're going to lose some good contractors. Right. So some of that shows us the big shippers and receivers along with the trucking companies see an end in sight and a soon end in sight. But if you get sick on the road, honestly, I don't think my company or any other company is going to be able to get you home because how? If, yeah. you, if you can't drive, we're not going to put you in a truck with another driver. We're sure not going to pay an ambulance to drive your butt a thousand miles across the country. Nobody is. No. But here's my worry about the big company. You're with a big company and you end up in a hospital 1,100 miles from home. When you're finally out of the hospital, how are you going to get home? Because they have reassigned your truck. Yeah, that truck is gone and you're, far, far away. Yeah, your stuff's in a locker somewhere. Okay, but Robert's saying, excuse me, not the right thing, though. Probably drove through my neighborhood. Thanks, driver. And he says, you can blame someone for that, for placing all those others at risk. Am I wrong here? You know, he's not wrong because where she placed the most people at risk was before she started showing symptoms. She was probably very contagious on her way down. Right. And she was doing LTL. So she's doing multiple stops. Am I am I right? Yep. She's in and out of a she's, lot of She's not backing up to a dock once and dumping a trailer, grabbing a new one and heading home. No, she's backing up to a dock, yeah. dropping three pallets here, six pallets there. And, and uh, I mean, how many how many people do you come in contact with, directly or indirectly? You know, yeah. you're using the forklift now. The next driver is using that that forklift or that pallet jack or. Yeah, it is what it is. But I would agree with his statement that you know, yeah, she she was in the wrong. Yeah, I don't know what how many other choices she had, but. 
Here's what I wouldn't do if I was in her position, though. Talking to anybody that's going to write a news article on it. No. <laughs> Admitting, yeah, I was 102 a thousand miles ago. Not a smart yeah. thing to do. Cannon, I have to bring up that he was in, and I can never say this town right, Akamanawak. Akamanawak. That one. Akamanawak. Yeah, Akamanawak. Just last week. So we'll let him have Florida this week. But he's saying... You're especially going to be okay if your carrier handles the necessary items, groceries, paper goods, et cetera. I think flatbedders are going to get hard, hit the hardest. Flatbedders, yeah, flatbedding is, is – I'm freight rates are in the toilet and they're worse for the flatbeds. I'm actually working on an article. Oh, that won't really relate to the cobalt because it will publish after for the, for the uh, coronavirus. But um, I've been following the rates and, yeah, flatbed always is the first to get their butts kicked when contracting, building materials and that stuff goes down. It's just but they're it, essential businesses. You know, I was wondering because we have a, what is it, a Panera Breads coming up over here? Yeah. And they stopped building for a couple of, they finally started this week working on it some more. And I really wasn't sure, did they stop because of the lockdown or did they stop because Panera would like to kick that can down the road six months? Probably. But <laughs> I mean, Don, you, you call on these bars. I look at the bars that are, some of them have already got the signs down and for rent signs up. Those oh, bars aren't coming back. The little neighborhood watering hole, they're done. Uh, the uh, This last extension here that Wisconsin just issued uh, puts us at the, what, the Tuesday after Memorial Day weekend. The Tuesday we were all supposed to go to Jamaica. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, at least in, in Wisconsin, that's you have bars that literally are not making anything. Up until that weekend. And that weekend and the next about eight, ten weeks. That's how they make their money yeah. for the year. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, we were up at uh, Crivets, which is kind of like Lo- Long Lake's a little more of an elegant area than Crivets. But, uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know how else to <laughs> say At least it. this time of year. Or, or it could be we're watching a show that's really <laughs> got us a little bit. <laughs> yeah, little... <laughs> yeah. We're watching Justified, which takes place in Arkansas. Okay. Um, it kind of looked Kentucky, like some of the me, scenes. That... <laughs> yeah. So, so there's some sim- similar scenery, but uh, plus everybody I know who goes up there for uh, motorized recreation, because there is a lot of four-wheeler trails and snowmobile trails. Right. And I'll tell you, part of the reason I stay away from the snowmobiles is because I don't want to be the only sober guy out there and get killed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the only thing that had me wondering was the Confederate flag. Why is there a Confederate flag <laughs> in crevice? Uh, what the hell? Yeah, because well, there's that one one person. And of course, it was attached to a truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Always. They're way lost. Always. <laughs> no, it's it's going to affect a lot of people very very badly. I it, mean, we've we've lost. What did we lose? Sixty percent of our stops, and right now about forty percent of our revenue. And that hurts. Yeah, and yeah. that's. I mean, we have. 29 warehouses that are have the same numbers. Wow. Hey, we do have a hero story in the middle of a tragedy, though. I would call this a dual hero story. The the two trucks that... Uh, the two trucks. Who cares about the drivers? It was the trucks. It, it was the trucks, yeah. <laughs> two, two truckers put themselves between a highway shooter and their target. And this is out of the trucker report. It's kind of interesting because these guys, it's on April 7th. They're uh, Montgomery County, Missouri, Interstate 70. A Volkswagen Jetta fired multiple shots at a van with three people in it. At least six shots hit the van with two hitting the rear tires. 
the vehicle was disabled and came to rest in the median. Um, according to a press release, two unnamed truck drivers who witnessed the attack pulled their vehicles next to the van, shielding it from further gunfire, and the suspect fled the scene. And it goes on as you read into the story that uh, one of them said, well, I saw something suspicious in the shooter's vehicle. And here's what kills me. There's some some jackass in the comments. Suspicious? Suspicious how? And are those decisions his responsibility? He could have called 911 to report his suspicions. I'm sure he did. But in the meanwhile, he blocked the gunfire. <laughs> always a jackass leaving a reply. And actually, I, I think the article did a bad job of describing that. That whole quote was actually the guy that they arrested for shooting at the Volkswagen Jetta. He thought the van looked suspicious and made the decision, I can't let it leave the state, so I'm going to start shooting at oh, it. Then, well, then I take back the bad names I just called them. <laughs> the guy who maybe isn't the jackass leaving the comments. <laughs> no, they, they talked very little about the truck drivers themselves. I mean, they don't mention them at all. Just, you know, two semi-trucks blocked off the car. Uh, good for them. And then it went into, you know, crazy jackpot guy here. Okay, if I was one of the truck drivers, I would not want my name anywhere near this because he, you know, I, I don't want my name to appear in the same article as somebody who's shooting people on the highway. Yeah. I don't want my company to know that there may be bullet holes in their trailer that they're going to charge me for and then fire me for putting myself in a uh, right. We don't pay you to yeah. save lives. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's preventable. So uh, as 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 <laughs> Well, Cannon said that commenter, commentator is the same one who says, why do you need a gun? Just call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we get too far away from everything, I want to go back, though, because Bradley said us this. He said, lumpers are charging higher rates, taking advantage of this status. They have everything on lockdown, so you have to pay them because you can't unload your own truck anymore, which changes profitability for everyone. Oh, my. I never thought That's of that. Good. Yeah, they yeah. won't let you in. You know, the whole lumper thing, you, you hire a lumper, you know, one guy hauls the fork, the pallets out on the forklift and the other guys, you know, do the tie high stacking and restacking and, and getting it ready to check in and all of that stuff. And half of these places, well, rather than pay the lumper 300 bucks, I'll do it myself and I will keep the 300 bucks and I will bill the company the 300 bucks that you were going to charge me. Right. So, so they give you a pallet jack. You got to drag it all out with a hand jack. They're just, yeah. <laughs> now the whole lumper thing gets me. We do have some good news. Let's let's move to beyond and have some fun here. One more trucking story. And I thought this was in light of the situation we're at and owner operators who are on the verge of calling it quit and can't pay their insurance premiums, which are bigger than the truck payment for some of these guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, many of the providers have got deferred payment ways to put it off for a little while, give you guys a break. And I just thought that was neat that they're doing that. Multiple, multiple options is, is kind of what I got out of that. You know, obviously they're probably not going to let you just stop making your insurance payments while you're still using the truck to work. But that, that is an option offered by some is, is what I got out of it. For the most part, it's, you know, we'll defer it. Maybe we're going to look at your coverage and figure out, Hey, you know what? Let's we're not going to make you pay for this or this or this. You're going to pay for liability. That's it. Let's back you down a little while and get through the crunch. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be realistic. Nobody likes insurance companies. 
I worked for one. You worked for one. <laughs> I felt like a crook the whole time I worked there. Yeah, you need to pay me every single month, and there's a small chance we'll give you some of that money back when your house burns down. Oh, yeah. Nobody likes insurance companies, and it's nice to see them saying, hey, you know what? We're not that much of a crook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to take it a little easy on you this time. But it is good to see they're doing a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a break. And it's also nice to know that if you have – and it's one of the advantages of like hot shotters with an older pickup or even a, an owner-operator using an older paid-for truck. Can I park that thing for 90 days and go to work for uh, Earl driving a dump truck in one of the areas that you know are actually moving a lot of stuff right now? Yeah. So not, Absolutely. Not a bad way to go. And a lot of those insurance companies are saying, hey, if you do that, you don't owe us any money. You know, whether it's you're, you're signing a guarantee that, yes, I am not going to drive this vehicle. Some insurance companies are asking for the registration paper to hold it just to make sure you're, <laughs> you're not driving it while you don't have insurance coverage. Yeah, and, and that would make total sense. Well, Bradley's saying State Farm is cutting premiums 25%. Progressive has not done anything yet with our commercial insurance. I don't trust Flo. Never have. No. <laughs> now, Jeremy, I like him. Jeremy. He's a little, oh, little yes. weasley guy. Oh, yeah, he's funny. Yeah. I, for, I forgot which one he was. There's more than one character. Yeah. Nope. And the little lizard. I don't know what Geico's doing. Licking his eyeballs. I guess. I had uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had weird encounters with Geico when the, when the uh, Lesbaru got smacked. Yeah. Can't, can't I'll stick with my local agent. <laughs> I, I want an agent. I don't want to deal with a voice on the phone or do it oh. online. I want an agent. Our agent's still in Rice Lake, Don. <laughs> mine's, mine's in Cameron, and I get a calendar every year and a Christmas card. And... Oh, man. Well, they'll call us up. Would you like to come in and we'll go over your insurance needs? No, we don't <laughs> want to. We're fine. Nope. We got our insurance needs handled. Oh, man. How about a classic Ford Mustang among nine cars recovered in an odd place? And we know right where this is. This is, and this is a, a classic. That's a 73 Mach 1. How long has it been in the H2O condition? Well, judging by the pictures, it's an extremely long time. Yeah, this is kind of funny. This is out of the Tualatin River in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> and what did, where did I get this out of? Fox News? Foxnews.com. There were uh, nine total cars in here. There we go. Now I'm back. A, a total of nine cars. A trove of interesting cars and trucks has been discovered in the Portland area river, Tualatin River. Working off of a tip from a self-professed former getaway driver. How does that work? <laughs> well, in today's age, you can pretty much tell anybody that you used to do whatever you want. Uh, you know, I bet he was a truck that's driver. That's why there's like a million and a half ex-Navy SEALs running around right now. Yeah, I'll bet that's uh, – he had to have been a truck driver. If he was a former getaway driver, I'll bet he has a CDL. Yeah. <laughs> he dumped him there. <laughs> you know, they, they found nine vehicles dumped in the same spot in the Tualatin River near a boat a boat ramp. Uh, what were the other ones here? Uh, first looking for a, a truck and they found, what was that? A, a Mazda RX? Uh, first generation RX-7. Jared Lessick of Adventures with a Purpose YouTube channel said they originally went looking for a truck sent into the water by a jilted lover. But the first thing he found was a first generation RX-7. 
Not far away, there was a 73 Ford Mustang Mach 1, then three Chevy trucks and a Chevy sedan and what might be a 70s Chevelle. The Mazda was too deep, but they were able to cable it out to a flatbed and then just drag it out of the water. It looks like it used to be red. Yeah, that's a... Old. Yeah, that one doesn't look like it's been in there that long. Not quite as long. Roofs caved in a bit. The following day, they came back to use lift bags to get the Mustang and came across two more cars. Even though the windows were closed, the Mustang was completely full of mud, and they had to break the glass to dig it out and make sure there wasn't a body inside. Yeah, that would be a good idea. It was so heavy, they needed to bring uh, bring in a tow truck to get it to the ramp, folding its rotted body in half in the process. Um, what a shame. I, I mean, will. You, you got a great car that is not usable at all. Be, yeah, and because this is off of an app, um, the Fox story, I can't put a link in the podcast notes, but I will put a link to the YouTube channel that I think is recovering these things because I haven't watched those yet. But, yeah, that's got to be just fascinating to, to watch where those come out of. Well, and, you know, it's a, a recovery company, and I'm assuming they, they have some experience in doing this if they have, you know, the lift bags and, and everything. But, uh, hey, you know, we got to go get this truck out of the boat ramp. Okay. Holy crap. Which truck is it? You know, I think there were a total of, what, four trucks down there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How would oh, you like man. to be the guy assigned, okay, go get the truck out of the river and have to call your boss saying, what truck? <laughs> oh, man. You know, years ago, and I won't even mention the name, but I worked with a, a, a gentleman at a Chevrolet store who finished college and took a sales job in New York, worked there about two months and hated it. But it was mostly an outside sales job. And we're before the Internet here where you just check in on the phone and give your reports like three times a week. Yeah. So he was in Portland selling cars and still getting his check from that and milking it out till they finally figured out he wasn't doing anything and fired him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was one of these guys who you wouldn't trust him with anything. He was kinky as hell, but he sold a lot of stuff. And he had a future, just not with the dealerships. The type of store I worked at didn't put up with that stuff. Other right. dealerships loved that stuff. So, oh, three or four years later, we found ourselves, and that was when I worked at the Dodge store in uh, in on McLaughlin, Ron Tonkin Dodge, and that was a, yeah. a, a very fine store ran by some neat people. that I, I enjoyed working there. It was a highlight of my uh, auto sales career working at that store. And I won't say the name, but there was a big chain store across the street, and he was a, um, I believe, a used car manager for one of the – or no, he was working as, either as a closer or a manager. But a used car would come in on trade. They would have to take that used car down the road to the used car lot and check it in. So he decided, hmm, here's a really nice car that came in on trade. I'm going to hide it out back because I just want to know how long it takes before they figure out it hasn't been checked in yet. Right. And he figured out it could take months. <laughs> so he'd, he'd pick a nice one and he'd drive it for three or four weeks. And you know, <laughs> Sometimes they got, I, I, he was real, we were talking about it one time. You know, he, they'd get him pounded downtown because he'd park him anywhere. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> he had several of them. They never did catch him. <laughs> Just shady stuff people do. Oh, the fun you could have. Oh, man. What do you say we do this week in beer? And then we will get to uh, the really bad ad. And what did you learn? One of my favorite bad ads. I thought short and sweet. And this yep. one, of course, came from Ross, who came through on this one. 
I'm going to leave you to the This Week in Beer story, but that's just sad. This uh, this is, you know, there's there's not enough bad going on in the world right now. They are running out of CO2 for beer and not just beer, soda, sparkling water, anything fizzy and liquidy. Uh, beer is the only one that I drink. So, <laughs> um, well, pop is just bad for you. Everybody knows that it is. It is pop, soda, soda <laughs> pop, what, whatever you call it, wherever you live. I, I never realized how many different ways people called soda pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carbon dioxide that the beverage industry uses and even uh, some, some meat packing companies use carbon dioxide. The majority of that comes from ethanol plants. Well, oil is dirt cheap right now. You know, gas is dirt cheap right now. The ethanol plants aren't producing very much. Therefore, they don't have much carbon dioxide that they can sell to the beverage industry and the, the meat industry. I believe the uh, price has gone up like 25% already in the last month. Um, none of the big breweries were willing to uh, make a comment on how that is going to affect things, but given the the state of the world right now you know everybody's sales are down so yeah uh, i am guessing prices will go up uh, i don't think we will get into a beer shortage at all but you never know if this news gets out big enough pretty soon it's going to be just like the toilet paper fiasco all over again people are going to be buying well they're already buying cartloads of beer but they'll be buying two <laughs> cartloads of beer right now the answer to this seriously especially if you're somewhat health conscious and you'd like to knock off a few pounds you know control your alcohol intake but you know what go to hard liquor just just go to <laughs> i was going to say <laughs> screw that i got nothing else to do man <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean just go to bourbon and water you know i'm not going to lie if you did that, you would actually save money because most people they'll drink beer all day long. If you're just drinking straight booze, you're going to last till about noon. Done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say how much to drink. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, my, my rule was anything before 10 a.m. The only thing you were allowed to drink was beer and tomato juice. Little hair of the dog that bit you. Red beer. There you go. <laughs> Poor man's Bloody Mary. That's my uh, my Sunday morning. Not every Sunday morning, but. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I have to. Well, now, because I don't do anything. Yeah. I got my whole yard rake today. Well, good for you. And one good thing with this this quarantine and, and my cast secure, you're going on. Well, she just finished week three of being laid off. Oh, Old-time stay-at-home mom, teacher. I give her a lot of credit because I couldn't do it, <laughs> but she's, she's starting to go a little stir crazy. We have been in this house, uh, almost eight years, you know, the bedroom that was mustard yellow. Yeah. And since day one, yeah, we're going to paint the bedroom. We finally painted the bedroom. Well, oh, good, there you good go. Job. And we got, uh, Oh, we got the Disney plus app. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. It didn't work on our TV down in the living room. Walmart's got a hell of a deal on TVs right now. <laughs> so we bought a TV for the living room. The living room TV is now mounted on my side of the bed in the bedroom. There you go. Those uh, wall mounts are heavy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now we have that wall mount on our TV. The way our, our living room is just set up odd. It, it's yeah. It's like a small room and a bigger room, kind of offset a little bit from one another. I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's, it's almost like a a little sitting area attached to another sitting area. Yeah. That is really what it is. And the little sitting area also has the fireplace and the fireplace is on the interior wall, the sofa or the chairs in our case. Well, you couldn't fit a full size sofa on that wall, but you could fit two nice chairs and a table, which are there. And it is a fun little sitting area for us. And then we have a, a poster above the fireplace. Uh, it's framed of, of Cannon beach in Oregon. But the TV, we mounted it, and that is a hardcore mount to get that TV mounted on so we can swing it from above the fireplace 90 degrees around the corner and also sit on the sofa or the chairs in the larger portion yeah. and watch it from either side. But, uh, yeah, it's got to love those wall mounts. Oh, man, because, you, you know, you get one bolt in there. And ours, ours was a joy because this house is quite old, well <laughs> yes. before – well before 16 inches on center was required. Oh, my. Yeah. I can mount it into one stud on one side or the other. So I get it, you know, mounted in one corner to a stud. Well, now you got to hold this thing. And it's got to weigh 35, 40 pounds. Oh, yeah. And then, okay, find where it's level and then try and drill a half inch hole into the drywall for these massive anchors. I found at uh, <laughs> Menards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those those big toggle bolts that you put into the wall and oh it was my shoulders were sore by the time I was done. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well we've still got another wall rack sitting in a bag. Yeah, for our TV in our bedroom, yeah. I'm not sure when it'll ever go up or if it'll ever it'll go, go up. It'll go up. I forgot the it next, was there, but yes. The next quarantine. Yeah. The next quarantine. <laughs> You want to do the, uh, we have a, this is a great, we don't have a, a uh, big rolling tour this week, but we did I love get a. This. I love this ad and I, do, I don't know why. I think I just, I used to get a lot of amusement out of the commercials for this product. I don't so, remember the commercials. That's funny. This, uh, this is coming out of Oconto Falls. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we got a Tony Little Gazelle like new. $25. No, like new no, Tony Little Exercise Gazelle. Now, that's like a, a, a little uh, treadmill type thing, isn't it? Or stair, uh, it's shock absorber stair stepper thing, or what the hell is it? It's so it kind of simulates like a, a cross country skiing motion. Yep. Oh, okay. No, you can, you, you basically you stand on it. It's got two foot pedals that swing forwards and backwards. It's got some little handles that kind of go back and forth, or you do it without using the handles. But you can you can lean backwards on it. You can <laughs> lean forwards on it. You can adjust your angle to work apparently different parts of your body. And it burns about 14 calories an hour. That's about <laughs> it. Because yeah. the, the commercials, I love these Tony Little commercials. Because Tony Little, yeah, he you could tell, okay, he works out. You know, he he lifts weights. But Tony Little had to be at least 50 pounds overweight, <laughs> at least. I mean, he was a big guy, and it wasn't this guy lifts 24-7. It's Tony Little is a big guy. His machine cannot work. Yeah. But his energy was great. Yeah. I mean, he had the energy of Richard Simmons. Kind of like the Sham Wow guy. <laughs> uh, oh, who was the achy-breaky heart guy? Oh, geez, yeah. 
Billy Ray. The Billy Ray Cyrus haircut. <laughs> but bleach blonde, California, you know, I tan all the time. Just great commercials. Oh, I'll have to find something on YouTube of that. Yeah. So this is a, a like new Tony Little Exercise Gazelle. It's $25 or trade for a 30-pack of Bush Latte. Yeah. Not Bush Light, Bush, Bush Latte, which are extremely difficult to find. Oh, so that isn't a typo. Bush Latte was a special limited release last summer of coffee-flavored Bush Light. I think we talked about that. Yes. That as far as I know, there were like 250 cases around, and I think three people bought them all. <laughs> when, is, when is the last time our really bad ad segued back into this week in beer? Back, back I, into beer. <laughs> I don't believe that has ever happened before, but I like the link. <laughs> I do, too. And I love that this thing is, I mean, the, the gazelles, those had to be 12 to 20 years ago, I think. Oh, my gosh. Well, you, I, they're, they're old. So I, this guy's held on to it for quite some time and has finally decided, you know what? I'm never going to get healthy. I just really want a 30-pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to stay awake, drink my bush latte, and think about Why it. Why mess around with a six-pack when I can have a 30? <laughs> there, not a six, not a 12, a 30. I love it. Oh, man. That is awesome. So what would be more expensive, the 25 bucks or the bush latte? The 25 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Bush latte, you're going to pay $17.99. <laughs> so we have come to that time in the podcast where there's two people left listening and we ask the magic question. Don the beer guy, what did you learn tonight? Um, you know, this is one of those rare episodes where I actually knew everything we were talking about. <laughs> A lot of it was common sense stuff. So I, I don't really think I learned other than, you know, Jalopnik and their uh, overhyped politics can choke a you know what, but yeah, pounds in. That's about it. <laughs> oh man, Castle Curator, did you learn anything tonight? Well, I learned that when I'm going to follow the podcast on my phone because I don't always see all the comments and try and go off your notes that you write on the board that I didn't write this week that you didn't write this <laughs> week. Oh man, you had all day. Well, I came down here, and then I discovered <laughs> Hot and, Wheels. Shiny object. Okay, before I go there, ask me what I learned, because this is what I learned tonight. Oh, tell us. What did you learn? I learned that <laughs> Epidemic Sound, which is where I was buying the music when we were hosting at Spreaker with the audio files, and we no longer are. We're hosting with Anchor, owned by Spotify, with our audio files. Well, the Spreaker user agreement, I found out, said I wasn't allowed to use any any voices. So if there was a song with lyrics, a song with vocals, I had to download just the music stream and pull the vocals out. Okay. Well, I go looking on my own because I missed the... Uh, Son of a biscuit eater. You know, some of that fun stuff. And those were all part of that Epidemic Sound subscription. Well, I go digging, and I found it maybe a month or two ago. It was not too long after we made the change. Well, there they are. They're a little more expensive without that, but I get to use everything there. I went through the user agreement to make sure. I emailed their customer support, and then, by gosh, they have a 30-day free trial. So um, sign us up for the free trial. So winning. Winning. We now have you know, at least four episodes of some really cool music. <laughs> and then we can decide, have I found enough that we want to keep it and, and, you know, pay the 15 bucks a month. Right. 
But uh, and we could get our kazoo's out. I I would say though that uh, they should look at changing their name, from ep- <laughs> at from- least temporarily. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I don't think we should be advertising that. Hey, we just subscribed to the epidemic, epidemic during the sound. pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like last week in the uh, the the SS car company <laughs> in Germany in 1945. Yeah, <laughs> you knew that had to change. There was a guy. True story. Talk about somebody who he he wrote a book called "What Is the Number to 911 or to 911." And what he was writing was a book of, of just a hilarious collection of the funniest 911 calls that people had made over the years. And he'd done all of his research and he assembled it together and finally has the book published. What is the number to 911? And on 9-11-2001, he was in the green room for like the Today Show or one of the morning shows to release his book when the tower Release his book. There's a book that never came to be. It came to be about four years later, yeah, four or five years. You know, not only to miss that, but to get over the name, yeah. Right. With that, uh, shoot, you can just send us a – you can get a hold of us right here on Facebook, facebook.com slash truckingpodcast. Feedback at truckingpodcast still works. Uh, of course, uh, truckingafterhours at gmail.com still works. We would love to hear from you guys. Anything else on uh, – No. No. A good quiet night. We still have a few people watching, and we thank you for that. Or we wonder, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> it could be Don and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. We will talk to you all uh, next week. So Drive uh, safe out there. Thanks stay, for listening. Stay frosty. Stay healthy. Cover your cough. Wash your hands. And don't pick your nose. Well, if you do, just wash your hands. For the love of God, don't eat it. <laughs> you got her. Good night, everybody.